Spirit Radio Podcasts. Perhaps you are a first-time mom on maternity leave or maybe you're about to have a baby and you're thinking about already, as so many of us parents tend to do, we look into the future and we think, how are we going to handle this? How is life going to change? Well, in a way, just not that recently, a year and a half ago, being a first-time mum, in some ways you can't really prepare for how life changes, but in many ways you can, especially that of how your work life might change. Um, are we doing enough in this country to offer real flexibility to families with their children, to get time with their children? What can big businesses do to set trends change culture around this area because sadly most conversations that I've had with friends especially with small kids is that they just feel overworked they want more time with their children and they're just exhausted and um, we, we, we you know we're living in this society where it can be very very stressful actually going back to work and trying to kind of juggle childcare and everything well have you heard of maternity coaching perhaps this is something that might help well we're going to be hearing all about what maternity coaching is and who it's meant to be for in studio we have maternity coach Sarah Courtney well Sarah good morning to you good morning Wendy well tell us about yourself and your background and what maternity coaching is so um, I'm a mum of two Um, I have two little girls Kate and Isabel and um, my background was in HR in um, IT and banking and I trained as a coach um, after I had Kate because I really felt there was a lack of support for women returners. Um, maternity coaching is a way of supporting predominantly women at the moment, but more and more men, uh, but supporting women who are coming back to work after having children in a way that allows them to feel I can do this, I can make um, my professional life work and I can continue in my professional life. But also, as you say, that you can have time at home with your children and that that feels like it's quality time and not constantly running against the clock. What has been your experience so far as you've been working with, especially the kind of bigger companies and their attitudes towards this area? Do we have a long way to go in Ireland? You know, I think we're making really good progress. Um, My clients are extremely passionate about retaining their female staff. They want to have that diverse workforce and they want to make it work for their women. Um, Employers are getting better and better at focusing on delivery and not the number of hours spent in the office. So if they want to have um, really strong, uh, educated, qualified, talented women in the workforce, they understand that they have to listen to their needs and offering uh, flexibility and support in the um, early stages of parenthood and into the later stages as well is absolutely key. Because that's the thing I think that, I mean, it it can run throughout the whole parenting journey. Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of the conversations that people have, of course, that would be kind of anecdotal, just sharing their experiences with friends and family. Uh, But even things like uh, I'm I'm thinking back to just being it starts really during pregnancy. And, you know, my husband being nervous about going to the antenatal appointments that by law are protected that Mm. he's allowed to go to because he's the man. Um, And. And that that kind of flows through to things like when a child is sick, that it's the mum that's expected to take time off work or having to send a child back into a crash or whatever when they're not fully well because you can't take three days Mm -hmm. off work. There's all these little things that just, I mean, I guess the the, the question is this, Sarah, is is the changes, do you you think they're really genuine? Because a lot of the time when you hear people talk about um, culture around this, about us and looking after our children, for example, you'll hear about flexibility being offered and women being offered, say, a three day week and they end up working five days and getting paid just for the three. So it sounds good on paper, but the reality is very different. 
Absolutely. That's been the case historically, I think. Um, women have been so grateful to have um, even a nod to flexibility that they are overcompensating and working far beyond their paid hours to make that keep going. Um, I think that's changing, though, and it's a topic that comes up a lot in maternity coaching. Um, what are your boundaries um, and what are your non-negotiables? So if you have managed to have a good conversation with your employer and you're both in agreement that reduced hours um, is something that can happen, then how do you make that actually work in reality so that you're not working five days a week for three days pay? Um, women can do that in the short term, but if they are flexing too much and working way beyond their hours, it's just not sustainable long term. Um, the support I give my clients is to keep their women in the workplace long term. So we're looking for a setup that is realistic, that empowers the woman to do her work, to get the value work done and to um, have those boundaries that she's responsible for keeping in place. In terms of get starting that conversation, because I think there will be mums and dads listening at the moment and they a lot of it can come down in a workplace to a manager. Mm. I.e. there isn't kind of policies from a top level in place about how we handle particular situations. What what if a child is sick? Uh, what if you want to leave to go to a parent teacher meeting? Uh, what if you have to pick them up from th- from their childcare arrangement in the middle of the day? Often it com- can come down to a manager who um, if they have their own small children might be more sympathetic, for example. And it's very, very hit and miss. So really, your experience as a parent can really be the look of the draw. Absolutely. The the role of the line manager is key. Uh, DCU did some brilliant research recently on that topic and they interviewed a lot of women in this space. And what came out was the line manager's initial responses and how they manage before, during and after maternity leave is absolutely critical to that woman's experience. So to have a manager who uh, sincerely and authentically says, congratulations, that's fantastic, you're pregnant, and then works with them to manage how their work uh, will finish in the remaining nine months, what kind of contact they have while they're out and how they're genuinely welcomed back into the workplace. It's absolutely essential. So for any line managers listening today, it's so important for them to realize the power that they have and the influence they have in making that woman's experience really positive and for her to want to stay in the workplace. I think one of the big issues in Ireland at the moment is that we have, well, our maternity leave isn't long enough Mm. at around six months and a lot of Nordic countries, for example, have a year paid at 80%, but that's shared paternity leave. It's only recently that men can take, that dads can take the two weeks off, but it's just not enough. Do you think, um, and again, this is something that bigger companies, and I know there are some who are offering, you know, four to five months paternity leave, which when you compare it to what's currently on offer is generous. Is this going to change anytime soon? Better paternity leave? I think it will come in time, but what we need is real role role models. So we need senior men taking serious time out of work to raise children. That's the only way we actually... And saying this is okay, rather than, you know, it's all well and good, even if policies are put in place. But a lot, if men don't... I know in Norway, for example, they have to take a certain amount. That's exactly it. Not only this is okay, this is good. This is how it should be, because every support we give the man enables the woman to, to stay in the workplace and to share that load and to understand each other's lives, for the primary caregiver to have the experience of being back in the workplace and for the person who's more often in the workplace to have that time at home with children, they can appreciate each other's lives way better. And I I think those sort of rounded approaches make workers just more effective. Is and and I really don't want to pit kind of mums against dad, men Mm. against women, all that sort of stuff. Um, But is part of the issue that um, 
in, in those very senior positions, a lot of those are, are men who perhaps haven't had that experience, maybe because they're from a different generation or for whatever reason, maybe they don't have children, haven't had that experience of the stress of two parents outworking long hours and trying to manage that dynamic with children. And it's, it's hard if you haven't experienced something to really appreciate how tough it can be and therefore wanting to change it. Absolutely. I think it's hard at any level. I remember before I had children not understanding why somebody had to leave at five o'clock. You just don't understand it until you're in those shoes. But there are really good male champions out there empowering women to stay at work and they want to be seen to um, encourage those women to stay in. If they don't have if a woman doesn't have that role model in the workplace, then they have to decide for themselves. How are they going to play this? How are they going to work and still have family life on their own terms that makes it work for both sides? It's all about confidence, really. Flexibility is something I know that you really focus on when you're going into these businesses, Sarah, and doing maternity coaching. Is there a real appetite to, to have genuine flexibility? Um, as you said, where it's looking at deliverables rather than the error that your bum is in the seat in front of the desk or things like job sharing, for example. Is there an appetite there? There is. I'd love to see more job sharing, as you point out, especially at the more senior levels that we it's could possible, really... It's possible, right, isn't it? I mean, absolutely. we have all the technology and that connectivity to be able to uh, pass over kind of c- case notes or client notes or whatever the case may be that we can work hand in hand with another person. Where there's a will, there's a way. Anything is workable if there's an, much of an incentive to do it. Um, I am seeing all sorts of cases for flexibility. Things that would have been very obvious a few years ago, just plain reduced hours, are now being replaced by home working, hybrid working, role sharing, um, early start, early finish, term time hours, all sorts of different ways of working flexibly. Um, the woman has to prove that she can deliver the work in that way, but the employer has to enable her to do it. So there's some companies um, who really embrace flexibility and say if there's a, a meeting and some people are off-site and some are on-site, everyone will just dial in from their desks. So they're not um, isolating the people who aren't physically in the building and having the ones in the building um, have that sort of uh, benefit of sitting beside each other. They're treating them all the same. And that's the thing about technology. I'm, I'm smiling to myself because I'm thinking of Matthew and he was probably about eight or nine weeks old and being on a Google Hangout call where you can handily mute uh, your microphone when needs be kind of feeding him with one hand and having the earphones on and, and all that sort of stuff. And rocking. But I was participating and listening and able to connect and engage with those kind of work phone calls. Mm. Um, so is it about embracing sometimes the technology that's actually there it's 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 kind of about get, getting out of the box that you're kind of um putting yourself in almost yeah I, i'm all about focusing what you can do and just park what you can't so most of the time you can make that meeting you can get that project done you can do that report um you might not be able to be there after six o'clock but why focus on what you can't do focus on what you can do and drive and manage your day in that way it's good to talk about positives because I don't want to be totally negative when we're having this chat and it is tempting to do that because it's so it is so tough for so many parents out there especially with small kids um, where it, it, to me I mean you don't need to be a kind of business expert or coaching expert or psychologist to go okay um, a, a parent who is working 12 hours a day dropping kids off at the crack of dawn picking them up and just putting them into their pajamas and going to bed is exhausted they come into work exhausted and unfulfilled they're not getting time with their family the thing that matters most and obviously a parent who gets more time more rest and and uh, more kind of one-to-one quality time with their kids with their spouse or whatever I would imagine is probably going to do a better job in less hours because rather than coming into work kind of 
demotivated and frustrated it's when you when you think about it it seems like a no-brainer it really is and everyone's balance is unique so some people are happy to do 40 hours 50 hours of, of work a week that's fine it's it's them feeling that they have a choice that they can manage those hours as best they see fit that works with their family unit so some people are happy to get up early on a saturday morning and do three hours before the baby wakes that works for them it's about having choice and employers focusing on delivery not on time spent in an office various pieces of research that have been done over the last number of years that i've read and even just things like polls on the journal and stuff a lot of mums say if they had the choice they'd love to work part-time but there doesn't seem to be a kind of part-time work culture especially in particular industries or in more senior positions is that something that you think might change Sarah or again is there a long way to go I think it's changing slowly but again I think this goes back to role models and having senior people um, allowed to do that and ideally some senior men working part-time you know I sometimes think you know within a family unit if you could both both work four days a week or both work three days a week or something like and that. And share the load. And share the load. Um, I think your performance at work and your happiness at home would increase. Um, there was some company, I think, in, in New Zealand who did a pilot scheme on four days a week and it's been so successful in terms of productivity. They did it for everybody and everyone had the same day off. That was it. But they were paid for five days and it's so effective on performance. Can you imagine what kind of a well-being Especially initiative that is? Especially after just having is. had a, a bank holiday weekend, I always feel yeah. that I'd love if, if every week was a four-day week. Yeah. Tell us a little bit, Sarah, before you go, if you just told me, by the way, I'm chatting to maternity coach Sarah Courtney about just some of the positive, some of the success stories that you've seen and just some of the culture changes that are happening in the Irish workforce today. So I think employers are just getting really on board with um, wanting to retain their working parents. And I'd like to focus on parents. It's not always just mums. Um, and they're just thinking, what can we do for people to allow them to feel there are options here to have a career in this company? And that means having role models, having options for flexibility and just listening to their staff in terms of what they need. And if they can adapt that, you have a very engaged, high performing, loyal workforce. And I don't know what employer wouldn't want that. You must have got uh, satisfaction to, to, at this point, Sarah, by just helping parents in this way. Tell us a bit about some of those positives. Look, I absolutely love what I do. Um, the sense of relief from a lot of my clients just to be able to speak to somebody confidentially, to say it out loud is very powerful. And then they can take action and, and fix whatever isn't working. Um, but it's incredibly rewarding to uh, work with some really incredible men and women um, on their journey as they become new parents and navigate some fairly serious careers along the way. Um, so I'm really, really lucky to be able to do what I do. And I can only see it getting bigger and bigger in Ireland as more employers get on board with supporting their working parents. Well, it's been great to chat to you. And there's so many different areas that we could talk about, and I'm sure we'll have you back on soon. Um, but before you go, I do have to ask you just advice um, for anybody who's listening who maybe is pregnant and it's their first baby and they're nervous about everything what's going to happen next talking to my employer what's your advice for them well knowledge is power um so hopefully you're happy with the news that there's a little bundle of joy on the way um get online find out what your your rights are what the the law is um try and find out if your company has a maternity policy any family policies if you can talk in confidence to somebody you trust at work to find out what their experience was and then when you're ready in your own time tell your employer um but don't apologize for being pregnant um this is a great thing uh, it's a short uh, time in your whole working life 
and you should embrace it and be happy with it and hopefully you've chosen to work with an employer who sees that and who wants you to be back I've been chatting to a business and life coach and maternity coach as well Sarah Courtney if you want to get in touch with Sarah you can go onto her website which is sarahcourtneycoaching.ie Sarah thanks for joining us this morning Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast Don't miss out Subscribe today Find out how at spiritradio.ie